0: Hello, and welcome to This Changes Everything. My name is Larry Jeannie, and I'll be your host as we explore an approach to education that redefines the very purpose of schools, to train students to become responsible and self-directed learners, and to prepare them to live fulfilling and productive lives. My guest today is Gordon Booker, who's a chemistry teacher at Niles North High School. Today we'll be talking about what to do when most of the students in a class are motivated to work and they're self-directed and they use their time well, but some students aren't. We'll also be talking about the nuts and bolts of test resubmittals, test remediation, and how to teach students how to teach each other effectively. Here is that conversation.
1: We are doing some self-directed stuff in Honors, which Uh has been going great. Um, and and by self-directed you mean open work time? They've got choices lots of open to make. work time, and this uh-huh. is actually a, it, it's been a packet that I made a few years ago that I haven't used in the same way that I have in the past. Mm-hmm. But the very first year I used it, it worked out pretty. It worked out very well, mm-hmm. but since then I've noticed that my um, regular level kids need more direction than what I was giving them. Yeah. I tried it again this year with my honors class mm-hmm. they've already been used to kind of work doing more open work time mm-hmm. and they've like excelled at it. I mean wow. it's been like really really right. how I envisioned it yeah you know, when I actually started. So you walk in and the room is buzzing. Yeah. yeah. So you know they have their packets, they have their they have guided notes that I have videos already made for them to take uh-huh. notes with. They have practice problems and then they have uh, lab investigations, little mini labs that take yeah. like ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, and then they work on those I told them Tuesday, you know the rest of this packet is due Friday. And I told them, all right, today you should have you know Boyle's law done. Tomorrow you should have Charles' law, you know by Friday you should have, Lusaks finished. Right. And of course, if you you need more time, um, it's going to become homework but you don't finish in class. Yeah, yeah. Um, Or if you're you know if you're ahead of the game, feel free to you know move. Forward, so Jump that way, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That way you're not and so you have some enrichment stuff available too. That's beyond what
0: they need to do. There's there,
1: there's one additional um, thing yeah. at the very very end, just a reading about uh-huh. hot air balloons. I don't know. if I think one of them started looking at it today, but most of them were just finishing. like yeah. what they yeah. should have should be yeah. at. Yeah. But um yeah, it's nice because it's very them in control. Yeah, me so being they're making to,
0: they're making good choices. And, yes, yeah. yes, and
1: I haven't like had that. I mean, in, in the past when I've had this, the last couple of years. Um, I've needed to just do the notes with them and keep them all in the same yeah. spot because without that direction, they right. would very just...
0: Right. It's, it's amazing, you know, when they, when they buy into the idea that you're, you're handing over some of the responsibility of making yeah. decisions, and when they buy into that, this kind of stuff happens. If they, um, you know, last year and the year before, if they weren't aware that that's, that was our purpose here, was mm-hmm. for you to make decisions for yourself, then they hang on you. They, you know, they absolutely depend on you to direct what they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. And and that's what most of school is. The teacher tells students what to do all the time, what homework to do, what to do in class today, and of course um, they get used to that sense of being directed all the time. Mm-hmm. And very much so. Uh, yeah. And some people are better at it than others, and they tend to get good grades. And that's how the system works. And uh, yeah, well, that's very exciting. So, in the regular level, how do you see? Uh, I mean, we t- we talked about that earlier. The the question of uh, them finding motivation and so forth. Have you? What do, what happens next with those guys? I mean, how do you see moving from where you are, where they're not yeah. all effective certainly. So yeah, I still just think decision making.
1: Yeah, just. Yeah giving them like you said more opportunities and even though it's not going to be exactly as fast or as um, I guess self-directed as I want it just giving mm-hmm. those opportunities letting them practice working on their own some of them who are not very self-directed um, aren't doing well mm-hmm. and giving the opportunity to see how they can improve uh, how they can make how they can improve their own um, just work ethic yeah. and uh, yeah like you said that kind of resonated a lot with me before which is giving them the choice to fail, which some of them in my other classes yeah. right now aren't doing well. That's, and I'm trying to still get them. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, it's tough still. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah. you know, the, the, the central problem is um, when you have some, some of the class are ready to make good decisions for themselves and some aren't, it tends to be chaotic because the ones who aren't are going to just bleh. You know, they're just yeah. going <laughs> to mess around. Um, another possibility is to have you, with, with the people who are blowing it off, do a workshop with them on the side. Let the people who are self-directed do the self-directed stuff. And I found when I was doing that, they'd be looking at what everybody else was doing and thinking, "That's I want to do that. <laughs> you know? So there starts to be some kind of pressure for them to want to be self-directed. Yeah, that's a good idea. So that they're not you know, being directed by you in a small group. And in this small group, you can do more good because you pull their attention and small you group. focus on what they're struggling with. And, you know, it, it's more hand-holding. Um, but there's always the, uh, the background uh, goal of getting, weaning them off their dependence on you. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't even know that necessarily, that that's what your goal is. So you need to say that. My goal is for you to be able to do that stuff that they're doing. And I really would like us to get to that point. So let's work together, Mm -hmm. and you can also model how a group works. Mm -hmm. You know, effectively staying on task, let it go off task a little bit, and then bring it back. So you model, uh, how do good groups work? I'll be part of your group, you know. Mm -hmm. And especially if you only have four or five kids that you're doing that with, you, you can do that. It can become another study group, only you happen to be a member. Yeah. And you'll be the leader
1: of that group. Yeah, am going to grab one worksheet real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> OK. So yeah, what we're doing in my conceptual class, um, last week they took uh, a test. Some did great. A lot definitely had a lot of room for improvement. So mm-hmm. we're doing test corrections today. Where I was planning on doing um, kind of in with a sense of trying to have them not only work on their own, but also have the students teach students. Yeah. Um, once students get done with their test corrections, which some of them are already finished because they did great, mm-hmm. um, I plan on pairing them with either pairs or small groups of students to help those other students complete their test corrections. This is one of the sheets that um, I got from your mm-hmm, resource mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they've been using this throughout the year so they're already kind of used to doing this. Yeah, that's great. yeah.
0: So after every test, this is, this is what they do? Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. it's three
1: questions, you know, how would you prepare for it? Um, how can you improve? And then looking at the test, what concepts did you tr- have trouble on? And then for each question you're missing, I'm writing the correct answer, explaining it, and then writing a new problem. Um, mm-hmm. About that topic.
0: Yeah, and has that been working? I mean, the, that last part, write a new problem. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot, and and they don't know how to do that. I mean, they've never written test questions mm-hmm. in their lives. That's a skill they don't. Yeah. Have any. But. <clears throat> are, always, so, are they able to actually do it?
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. I've, I I usually I, I model I'll, I'll model exactly how I would write a new problem. We'll go over usually two. Nice. Usually the two most common ones missed. I'll pick those two. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Here's how correct answer, here's how how I would explain it, I show them that it is, I'm not expecting a huge, you know, paragraph summary, a sentence just showing me that you know why the right answer is the right answer. And even if it's, you know, not changing the question completely, just reframing it or even changing the numbers or maybe they're just, you know, choosing a different Topic: Whether it's what you know, how what what do the particles in a solid look like versus what do the particles in a gas look like? Yeah, yeah. something very um, similar structured. And uh, for them to get full credit, um, if they don't do the new problem, um, usually each test correction you'll get two points for each correction you make. Mm. Without that, they just get one point. So Mm -hmm. they can still get some of the points back without doing that second piece. But that will definitely provide them not only with a learning opportunity, but with more. I guess points back on their correction sheets. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So raising their test grade. Yeah. 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 And how many of the people who should be doing this actually are doing this?
1: Um, They're going to have the entire time in class to work on it today. So you're really it's giving them a lot of time to do this. In So, class, so yeah. most of them who need to do it are actually working on it in class and turning it in. Yeah. I wish some of them aren't, they don't get as much done as I, Would like them to, but a lot of them they are working. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to figure out the best way in terms of: Do I let them just use other students? Not use other students. Do I make them go back into their own notes? A lot of times, if I if I let them do this independently, very little, if nothing gets done. Right,
0: right, right. They need support. Mm -hmm. Um, Another another possibility is to break the remediation into two pieces, so that while um, the the for part of the time, they have somebody who did well on it or you talking through what they got wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that's an essential part. but then for another part, they go back to their notes and you know work on parts A and B on your form so that they're trying to express you know here's a problem here's a way of attacking that same problem, that mm-hmm. same
1: uh, concept that I didn't get. Have you noticed in terms of what you would do first? Because I have tried something similar to that. I'll just mm. say, work on your own, you know, work independently for the first 15 minutes after that. You can use each other to check your work or mm-hmm. then you know the problems that you couldn't figure out independently. Mm-hmm. Now we can ask the people around you. You're However, giving them answer keys? Um, they don't have answer keys to the tests, no. I just oh. say like with your with your notes, with your old quizzes, with mm-hmm. the, you know, mm-hmm. the book, any of these resources that you have, mm-hmm. tries to, try to figure out as much of these concepts as you can on your own. Mm-hmm. And usually with the last 10 or 15 minutes of class I'll say okay the mm-hmm. ones that you Stumped on or couldn't figure out. Mm-hmm. Now let's work with you know people around you or a team or me. I can answer some of those questions. Yeah. But maybe kind of like what you said. Maybe flipping it, giving them the option to work with somebody first because otherwise sometimes I've I've done that and then the first 15 20 minutes has been little little has gotten yeah finished chaotic. Yeah. So maybe giving yeah. them yeah giving them the confidence that you know you can correct your test as yeah. possible and.
0: Yeah. Are, are, you, are you finding people reticent to show other people their mistakes? Um, is, that, is that an issue?
1: I don't see that as an issue. Probably my mm-hmm. biggest issue with this is trying to get, to get the kids to really explain the answer to another student without mm-hmm. just telling them the answer mm-hmm. quickly to get mm-hmm. it done. Yeah. Um, You're teaching them how to teach. Yeah. You know? which is, and that's
0: something to be explicit about. This is what good teaching is like. If you give them the answer, nothing happens. They don't learn much from that. So answer a question with a question.
1: Hmm. You know? Answer a question with a question. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. You've got to keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> answer a question with a but question.
0: And, and model
1: it. You know. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, another thing is you can do with this test remediation, what we were talking about with open work time, if there are kids who are not getting much out of working with other students, have them work with you going over the test. So you got four people with you, and you're going over all the questions that all four of them got wrong, while other people are independently, um,
1: you know, working with each other and getting things done. This looks great. I'm actually going to, I know, because I want to make sure I have enough time. Absolutely. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to put off some more of these, and I also have to um, just total up. They did presentations yesterday, Uh and uh, where they invested fake money into different projects, ah. so they each um, made uh, an idea of mm-hmm. uh, a toy based on different chemistry principles. They had to describe the toy, explain the chemistry behind it, explain wow. approximately how they how much it would cost to make and how much they would sell it for, wow. and the audience um, invested up to $5,000 into these different toy projects. Wow, so, um, no kidding. Yeah. And did they get into it? I mean, is it? it was, yeah, they were really into it. Some of, them, they weren't, some of them weren't at first, and once they kind of saw the, some of the ideas of some of the other groups, or a yeah. lot of them worked in either ones, twos, or threes, um, yeah. yeah, it turned out really cool. And by That's... the end of the day, they were like really, you know, it was a kind of like Shark Tank. You know, they were asking questions <laughs> about it, you know, yeah. having to defend you know, yeah, their yeah. thought process, so yeah. it was really cool.
0: Well, you might uh, consider sometime um, videotaping that. Yeah. You know, and uh, then next year, if you're doing the same thing, show them an example of something that really works well mm-hmm. and something that didn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Say, hey, maybe. let's spend five minutes and look at what this can look like. Okay, go. Mm-hmm. You know, so like that's it. another possibility. So Alrighty. Well, he's totally yeah, you got work to do. I would like to thank my guest, Gordon Booker, for joining me in this conversation, and I'd like to thank you for listening. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, you can go to iTunes or any platform that you get your podcast from and search for This Changes Everything. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give it a review since that helps spread the word. You can contact me directly at larrygeni at gmail.com. That's L-A-R-R-Y-G-E-N-I at gmail. If you're interested in diving deeper, you can also go directly to my website at www.geniconsulting.org. There you'll find two books that I've written on these topics. They're freely available, along with video clips of classrooms at work and a library of useful information for teachers. In the next episode, I'll be joined by Carl Brownell, who is the department chair of the social studies department at Maine East High School. We will be talking about one of the most difficult and important topics, the nature of grades. I hope you can join me. Thanks.